Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yesterday, of course, uh, we saw the first squad for the Black Ferns announced uh, by uh, Wayne Smith and his coaching staff. Uh, this is uh, on the way, of course, to the Rugby World Cup uh, towards the end of the year. 31-strong squad. Uh, for the Pacific Four series where the Black Ferns will test themselves against Australia, USA and Canada. The side includes seven new caps, will be led by uh, a new captain in Ruahe de Mont. And uh, even though uh, Wayne Smith uh, wasn't able to be there yesterday, his assistant coach Wes Clark was uh, there to face the reporters and explain some of the selections. Wes, uh, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me, Smithy. Hey, hey, Wes, uh, before we get on to uh, the, the Black Fence side of things, Hurricanes Pua, how, how, did, how did you find uh, that particular competition? Very quick fire, of course, but how did you enjoy the experience and the way it went? Oh, look, the experience was fantastic. Um, you know, I felt like it was very successful for the Poa in particular. We probably didn't have the best team on paper to start off with, so to come away with a win and a, and a close loss um, to the, the eventual winners, Manawa, as well, um, it was pretty pleasing um, Obviously, the competition usually disrupted by COVID. And in particular, I think we had 20 cases at one point. So it uh, wasn't easy, but, um, you know, a special group of girls. So it was, uh, was, real, was real fun. Okay, so out of that uh, particular competition and back uh, into an environment that you've been part of uh, since about 2015, uh, but a new coaching structure. Uh, where's, how's it coming together? Yeah, it's going really good. Um, I mean, you can imagine Graham Henry and uh, Wayne Smith have got massive experience behind them. They know what's worked in the past. Um, I'm still impressed by their creativity and what could work in the future. And, you know, in particular, Smitty, the professor, doing what he does best and, and how he sees how the game can develop, in particular our game. So that's going really good. Um, Alan Bunting's added something with his um, expertise and uh, particularly around bringing groups together. And, and then, of course, Whitney Hanson stepping up um, as, the, as the forwards coach, essentially, uh, from being an intern last year, we, which she already added heaps of value last year, but um, stepping up this year officially as, as the forwards coaches. It's been exciting, mate. It's been really good. There's some new stuff coming out, so I think that's enthusing the players as well. We spoke, uh, Wes, to uh, Wayne Smith uh, not that long ago, actually. He said one of the first things he had to do was uh, go meet the players, introduce himself to the, the players. <laughs> of course, a totally new environment for him. Uh, and I guess you, you've been able to, uh, in that capacity anyway, with your knowledge of, the, of, of many of these players, help them with that. But uh, how's, that, how's that side of thing going? Well, the, the, I mean, the beauty of Smitty is he's got a, a huge reputation in New Zealand rugby. So, you know, the, a lot of the players are really, you know, I suppose proud or happy to be coached by him in the first place, um, knowing what sort of knowledge he brings. So from their perspective, you know, it's, it's probably a pretty easy transition. I think Smitty's had to do a lot of homework, um, 
we've had sort of photos photos on the table and who's this player we're talking about and who's that one and then we go out onto the grass but um, I mean you know what he's like mate he does his homework he's extremely hard working we get emails all day and phone calls etc so um, I think the actual uh, introductions went very well uh, everyone's really happy to have him there and his expertise and and I think his hard work has, um, you know, showed through the selection as well, where he wants to take the game. Ruhei Demont is the uh, the new captain that you've named. Uh, tell us how you settled on Ruhei. <laughs> um, well, first we picked the team, and then uh, then we had a good look around through, you know, through the group to see who is best to captain um, this group. And we've got a few criteria. I'm probably not going to divulge them all, but but ultimately, when you when you get to Ruhei's name, what you find is you find someone who's really strong in our own identity. She's really strong in her tikanga Māori, um, who's highly intelligent. She's a lawyer um, who's usually respected by the players around her uh, when she speaks. And I think, you know, we've had a couple of trainings against um, teams in Christchurch, and I think Smithy was impressed by some of the stuff uh, Ruahe was saying, you know, either during the game or at half times or in breaks and how she was addressing the group and, and how people were responding. So... Um, you know, she ticks all those boxes for us. She's a, she's a she's a very good player in her own right, so she'll command her spot on the team. And um, and you know, the last thing you'll you'll see is someone who's really humble. And you would have seen some of that in the interviews yesterday. That you know, she's honest and open, authentic and humble. So um, that'll that'll help the the rest of the players and free them up to be the same. So uh, I think she'll be great, mate. Fantastic, Wes. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, talking to Wes Clark, of course, who is assistant coach to uh, the Black Ferns. Now, uh, this uh, particular competition you've coming up, of course, Wes, with limited opportunities to prepare and get your squad together, is hugely important. You can't play everyone uh, within your thinking, of course. You've had to leave some people out for various reasons. Of course, you've got sevens girls coming back, so it's still not going to be that easy, but it's crucial, these three, these three games coming up. Yes, look, it's critical for us. I said yesterday uh, for three reasons. The first one is we want to do a good job of showing what we're capable of, of showing attractive rugby. We want to get New Zealand behind us so that they you know, buy tickets and come and support us at the World Cup. It's really important for the players. So this group that we've selected, they get first dibs on you know, putting their hand up for the jersey and, and you know, putting a good performance out there when it comes to selection or getting in front of, mind, in front of our minds when it comes to selection for the World Cup. So... From a player's perspective, it's really important. And then lastly, from our perspective, coaches, as I've insinuated before, you know, we're going to try a few new things around game plan. Um, we've got a few challenges around our England play and France play in particular. So we've got to come mm. up with, with ideas and things to counter that. So uh, this will be an opportunity for us to try at least some of those things, um, see how they go and, and see if we can uh, progress the players a little bit closer to the, the way we want to play the game. Of those three sides, uh, where's Australia, Canada, the USA, what, what are the styles of rugby uh, across those three that will align you to be better prepared against um, uh, England and France? Uh, 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 is it the same sort of abrasive rugby going to come out of those sides? Yeah, look, I expect Australia in particular to be really abrasive. They just had their um, Super W competition, which is essentially women's super rugby as well. Looking at the footage, you know, that was a pretty tight competition. Um, you know, some good rugby played in there. Their style is abrasive, so I think that'll be good for us. Whenever you play Canada, um, and, and Canada's looking really good, um, when you play them, you always play against real, like they've, they've got really good athletes, um, massive work rates, um, always in great condition, so they'll, they'll, they'll push for 80 minutes. Um, and then, of course, USA, they've got you know, some of those um, uh, sevens athletes that they often bring out to play against us, particularly on the wing and the outside backs, etc. So they're all slightly different. Um, 
I expect them all to be tough. The, as we all know, the, the gap's closing all the time in the women's game as other nations are pouring more money, more effort into the women's game You know, um, after the Olympic intervention, I suppose. So um, they're going to be tough games. They'll challenge us in slightly different ways. But I think for us, the, the key thing at the moment is where do we want to take our game and how can we impose our game on them? Speaking of imposing, um, the name Ruby Tui uh, is uh, probably one of the best names, best known names in, in women's rugby, uh, not just in this country, in the world, because of her pers- personality, her ability, her personality, and the way uh, she portrays the game as such. Uh, what about her introduction into the squad? What does she bring for you? Well, Ruby brings things um, or attributes both on the field and off the field. I mean, you, you can hear how outspoken she is against someone who's really. Uh, proud of who she is, um, authentic in her um, and how she addresses people and treats people and, and lives her life with courage all the time, doing things that make her uncomfortable, like joining the 15s team or having a crack at this 15s team. So you know, off the field, she's amazing. She's, she's a real leader. She makes people feel comfortable. She always has a laugh, extremely hardworking. So she's always on the laptops, which is great for our younger players to see that. And, and then, of course, on the field, she's multi-skilled, like, uh, you know, real competitive. You would have seen her... Um, I think the words, you know, it's like uh, mongrel was used yesterday by some of the media. Um, so just just goes really hard um, at everything she does. She's fast, obviously, um, ability to offload, multi-skilled, good over the ball. So, mate, she's going to add a lot to us. Um, the challenge for us will be, you know, how we decide to use her in the end. And, um, of course, other players, um, there's other, other good players in their position as well around the country. So um, how we use all of them. With, uh, of Obviously, it didn't go so good in the UK, but uh, you're still getting opportunities to look at uh, England. You're getting opportunities to look at France, Ireland, um, Wales, etc. I just wonder, uh, has their game gone ahead again during the Six Nations that, that you've been observing? Well, it's interesting. That, you know, they scored four, four more tries against us in the, in the, in the second game. That, that's England, that is. Um, and again, on the weekend, they beat France with three more tries. So, you know, they've got a, a formula that works for them. Uh, a formula that they believe in and that their players and they're selecting players that, that's good at that formula. So, um, you know, we've got to find a way to counter that. I think that, that they're always getting better. I think they've also settled on their squad now. And um, I think what we're seeing at the moment is probably what we'll see at the World Cup. So I think the challenge for us is clearly progress. I would be uh, thinking that um, France also uh, would be a, a serious a serious threat, not able to get up to England, but... Uh, equally so. What, what's the slight difference France possess to England? Well, the French are... <laughs> the, the big difference with the French is that they're probably even harder to plan for at times because they do many things so unorthodox. Uh, they've got a brilliant kicking game you know, right across the field, so that's, that's always a challenge for us to deal with, what has been in the past. And they've got a great... Well, they've got two great halfbacks, and uh, Bourdon and Sun Tzu, who are just fantastic, so you know, they're constantly challenging teams around the ruck, um, etc., but they do things unorthodox, and sometimes it comes off for them, and sometimes it doesn't. So, um, you know, on the on the weekend, England got up on them. Um, but I think it's, um, when French, when the French are at their best, when they actually put the things together that they're trying, um, they're as hard to beat, if not harder, at times as in England. In fact, they've beaten us, I think, three times now since 2018. So, um, you know, they, they, they seem to be a challenge for us. And like I said before, I don't want to say too much, but we're making plans to say how can we control them. And how can we leave Prague England? In terms of your uh, plans, uh, where's what, what now? What, what is uh, leading up to uh, the Pacific Four? What is the plan for the squad that you've assembled or picked? Yeah, so 
coaches will assemble on Sunday. Um, we've got a camp in Christchurch next week. Um, we're doing a few things differently at these camps, which, again, excites the players. I, I don't want to say too much, but it's, it's definitely different. It's, it's a lot more physical. Um, so we'll have a camp for a week next week. Players will go home for a couple of weeks, and then we'll have a pre-departure camp uh, at the end of the month and, and come together in Tauranga for that. So uh, that's the plan at the moment. Of course, the players all go into their hubs across the country, and you know, we're making a real effort to make sure that um, we're really connected with those hubs. We're sending footage. We're sharing probably more than ever before to make sure that uh, when players are not with us in camp or assembled with us, they're getting uh, the same messages, uh, the same uh, types of sessions and um, the same skill sessions. So we've got a way we want to play the game. So we've got to get really good at um, some of the skills that we want to enhance over the next uh, four or five months. Have you settled uh, between you as a coaching staff, as a selectorial um Group, have you settled on a time when you have to actually, in your own minds, be a hundred percent positive with what you've got? I mean, you've still got, as as you said before, you've got these people are having first. They've got first dibs on the jerseys, but you've got other players coming back, and you've got people waiting on the fringes. At what point, uh, leading into the World Cup, will you have to be ready uh, with your own thinking in that department? Um, look, I'm the worst guy to ask about dates, to be honest, but we, we do have a date. We've got to name our squad. I think we've got to name 50 players uh, to World Rugby at the end of June. So, you know, by that stage, we'll have a, an idea of who the top 50 are, and that would be across 15s and 7s. Um, but I suppose what we're doing differently um, than in the past is we're, like, we're really connected with all the players. We're really connected with the 7s the girls in particular. So, you know, we've had one-on-ones with all of them, the, the ones that we know are, are interested at this stage. Um, so it won't just be a case of I'll uh, see you in July or we'll have a chat in September. It's 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 ongoing for us. Um, and you know, as we go through the year, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be people losing form, etc. So um, I don't have an actual date, mate. But um, I think I think the big difference this year is that is the amount of work that's ongoing on a daily basis, rather than uh, players coming in and out of assemblies and, and us making decisions there. Yeah. As I said before, uh, we you've been there for uh, coming up seven years now. It sounds just from your voice that uh, your very uh, your level of excitement has gone up uh, considerably about the prospect of what what's ahead. But the group that you've assembled, uh, coaching wise and playing wise, uh, initially anyway, it sounds as if you're you're really in, into it big time. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I'm a bit like the players, right? Um, we're doing new stuff. We're doing things differently. Um, Smithy's got a pretty clear plan on where he wants to take the game. Um, the, the great thing about it is it's it's um, it's aspirational, so we're actually not even sure if we can quite get to the, the very pinnacle of what, what Smitty's talking about, but, but that's the excitement in it. So uh, we've got a clear vision of where we want to go with the team. Um, we're unsure if we're going to get there. That's the exciting part. But, um, man, we're doing some, some really quality work at the moment, and the players have really bought into it so far. So, man, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's new. And, um, and, and, look, we've got a World Cup in New Zealand, so... The prospect of yeah. some of these players debuting and some of them finishing in front of a massive crowd is, is also exciting. If uh, Wayne Smith's a professor, what are they calling you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. What the, <laughs> you'll have to ask them what they call me, mate. <laughs> um, not, uh, sure, not sure. Okay, <laughs> okay. hey, Wes. <laughs> Wes. Uh, hey, thanks, mate. Uh, honestly, um, it sounds exciting. It sounds really cool, and that uh, you've got things in place uh, so relatively quickly, and uh, uh, things are changing and evolving very quickly. Hey, uh, all the best with uh, particularly the uh, Pacific Four. It sounds a, a really exciting initiative and a good chance to prepare.
Sounds good. We're watching on with interest, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.